presence of God. All the glory of God. All the gifts of God. And as you hunger and you thirst, you will step in and open and you will and all the as you hunger and thirst, hunger and thirst for God and to know the glory of the Lord and to walk and live in his presence, there shall come a fresh anointing to your life and the spirit of God shall do a new work on the inside of you and you'll be filled with the spirit of God and you'll enter into the plan of God for your life and the blessing of the Lord like you have never seen before. And you'll know this is not my work or my ability, but this is the spirit of God. This is the hand of God and that anointing and his presence will fill your heart and your house and your family and the changes that you have desired will come by the Spirit of God. So yield to the Holy Spirit and be filled with the Spirit of God and the life of God shall flow freely in your heart and shall satisfy you. Satisfied and your, your days will be filled with joy and laughter and the peace of God will fill your heart and confusion and darkness will flee away and the power of the Holy Ghost shall use you as a sign and a wonder to those in your own family and to those who are around you at work and everywhere you go for the life of Christ on the inside of you. It shall grow and multiply and you will be a light in a dark place and you'll enjoy life like you have never enjoyed life before. All the blessing of the Lord resting upon your life and he'll bring you out of old things and bring you into new things and new blessings and new territory and new provision and you'll rejoice and say the Lord has opened a new door for me and I'm now enjoying new things. Ha ha ha. Well lift your voice and thank him for it. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Praise the Lord. I hear the Holy Ghost say the rivers of life bring forth abundant life. Hallelujah. And out of that river, all oh, the rivers, all oh, deep and wide. And the river of the move of God and the spirit of God is deep and it's wide. And so you've been out a measure, but now you'll go out into a greater measure and into a deeper measure of the move of God, which will carry you further along the way in the will of God and the plan of God and even the goodness of God. So do not resist, but yield to the Holy Ghost. Move out into the moving of the Spirit, for I'll carry you into new places of blessing and into new territory, and this is by the Spirit of God. So move on out, move in, and let the river of the Spirit of God flow freely through you and carry you for the plan and purpose of God and you'll say look what the Lord has done more than I could ask or think and you'll declare his goodness and you'll be a sign and a wonder to those around you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. 
Well, lift your voice and thank the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lift your hands up to heaven and uh, lift your voice and just say, oh, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, we receive, we yield to your spirit to be filled and filled again. The Holy Spirit himself living in us, flowing in us, filling us, overflowing through us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's not by our natural ability, but it's by your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We trust and we yield to the Holy Spirit. He'll think through our mind and speak through our lips and magnify Jesus. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. You can be seated for a minute if you want to. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a few scriptures on the Holy Spirit and talk about the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I believe it's kind of a, a disadvantage to, to go to a church that doesn't have the work of the Holy Spirit uh, in manifestation. And so it's great to be in one that does. Amen. And, and if you didn't need the Holy Spirit, Jesus would not have sent him. And so since he sent the Holy Spirit, he said, receive the Holy Spirit. And then we are commanded in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. You can look that up, Ephesians 5, 18. We're commanded not be drunk with wine, but be filled, be filled be filled, and the word for be filled means to be being filled or be continually filled. So be filled with the Spirit. Be filled, be filled, and it means to be filled and filled again. So you say, well, how come I have to be filled again? Well, because you leak. That's why you have to be filled again. Amen. And so Smith Wigglesworth said something like this. He said, our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind is to be filled and filled again with the Holy Spirit. Our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind, your natural mind would be your own reasoning or your own intellect. So what's the problem if you drop back to your natural mind? Well, 1 Corinthians 2.14 tells you the problem if you just drop back to your natural mind or natural thinking. So 1 Corinthians 2.14 says the natural man. You see that? And so you can put it in the uh, King James Version. I usually use the KJV instead of the N, but uh, it's similar. The natural man there, it says, receiveth not the things of what? God. Well, that's what you want is you want to receive from God, don't you? So he says the natural man does not receive the things of God. And it really doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Right? It just means that you stay in the natural uh, you live in the natural. The word for natural there is, just, is the Greek word for the word mind or psychology, the word psyche. So he says if you stay in the intellectual realm, the place of reasoning, you will not receive from God. Why wouldn't you receive from God? Because, you know, God created you with a brain. you got a mind. But God also created you as a spirit being that you really are three-part being. You are a spirit, and you have a soul, a mind, and you're just staying in that body. Most people are body conscious, 
and most people are mind and intellectual reasoning, but really that's not what you are. You are a spirit made in the image of God. And sometimes people will never really uh, understand this completely until their body dies, your heart stops beating. When your heart stops beating, guess what's going to happen? Well, you, the real you, is going to come out of your body. I mean, there's many books that we've studied for years and even did a presentation on what happens after physical death because really your body may die, but you're going to live forever in eternity. There is a heaven, a real heaven, and there is a real hell. And Jesus died on the cross, number one, so that we could receive eternal life, know that we're saved and have our name written down in heaven. Amen. Heaven's going to be a blast. If I was you, I wouldn't miss it for nothing. Amen. Forever. Amen. You have a real bright future, I can tell you that. And so uh, when you know that Jesus is your Lord, you've been saved, then you have eternal life in your spirit, man. And when your body dies or your heart stops beating, many different testimonies of people that when their heart stopped beating, doctors were trying to resuscitate them, but they came up out of their body and they kind of were about uh, at the ceiling level looking down at their own body in the hospital. And the doctors were working on them and the guy said, what are they doing? I'm over here. So the real you is your spirit being. And you're not just a mist or a vapor. Come on, when you get to heaven, we're not just going to see blobs floating around and you have to like sniff each other and see who you really are. No, you look a lot like you look right now. You're just outside of your body. And so your spirit leaves your body when you have eternal life and an angel will escort you right into heaven. Or you could say immediately you will levitate or leave your body and you will ascend if you have eternal life. But the scripture says, he that hath the son, Jesus has life. He that does not have Jesus does not have life. And so if you're, you die without this life or without knowing Christ, then your spirit, your inward man actually gravitates or comes out of your body and descends. Now there's a little book you can read that uh, Brother Hagin wrote called I Went to Hell. And he tells what happened when his heart stopped beating, he died. And he descended into hell. And he said on the way down to hell, his, uh, some sort of a creature was taking him into outer darkness. He said he saw the gates and the fires of hell. And he cried out. And he said, God, God, why am I going down? He said, I'm a church member. I'm a church member. Then he said, I even said, I've been baptized in water. He kept going down. But he had never been born again. He said he went down. I think that his heart stopped beating three times. But then on the third time when he came back up and got in his body, his, uh, his granny in his house, they heard him hollering, right? And he, he called out, Jesus, save me. And he got saved right then. He got born again right then. In other words, your personal relationship with Jesus. And so when your heart stops beating, and you're only a heartbeat away from that experience. Now, you know, and Tiger Wood almost had it. And you don't know. I mean, somebody could be here today and then they could be gone next Sunday. Amen. I mean, Pastor Terry, uh, his brother was here last time we were here for the meeting. And his brother just passed away. They're going to do his funeral. 
Where'd he go? Well, he knew Jesus as his Lord, so he's running all over heaven right now, and he, he's having a blast. Yes, amen. But heaven is real, and so is hell, which the Bible calls the second death. But you are a spirit. You just stand in your body. And so uh, you're made of spirit, soul, and body, but the real use of spirit, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. But he said the natural man, well, where did the natural man come from? There was no such thing as a natural man until Adam sinned and he died spiritually. When he died spiritually, he's still walking around, but he has no relationship with God. Are y'all still here? That's why a lot of people look like they're really something, but they're as empty as a chocolate Easter bunny. How many of you are bit into a chocolate Easter bunny? Empty. On the outside, look like they got everything. On the inside, they're empty. No, much, no matter how much money you got, come on. No matter what kind of fame you got, come on. Just look. You can just look at it in the world. People with all the money, all the fame will end up committing suicide. My life is meaningless to them. Only Jesus can give you life. And I said, only Jesus can give you life. Come on, and your mom and your daddy may talk to you about it, and you may learn about it at church, but there comes a day when you personally have to call on Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, and then God is no longer just your mama's God. He becomes your God, your Father. Amen? And so the spirit of man, the Bible says, is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man. So he says, the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. said he can't even know them. Actually, they're foolishness to the natural mind. He said, because the things of God are spiritually discerned. In other words, you receive from God with your spirit. All right, let's try that. In other words, let's say God is broadcasting on spirit channel. Right? And so you're on intellectual or mental channel all the junk going on in your head, and your body's on feeling channel. Just told you you're hungry. And so your body's on the feeling channel. Come on, your head's on this other channel, intellectual, uh, mental channel. But your spirit is on the, on the God channel. Aha. And your spirit can be stronger, strengthened, and you can be filled. You can be saturated with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Amen. And so we're commanded by God to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And he said, and, and if you're not filled, and Wigglesworth said it this way, our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. That just means you just stay in the intellectual realm. There's a part of you down on the inside that knows there is a realm of the Spirit. But you dominate your mind with music or whatever entertainment, and so you kind of, kind of try to uh, override all that that's going on the inside of you. But your spirit will never be satisfied until you're filled with the Holy Spirit. You're filled with the life of God until you know Jesus as your Lord. You get filled with the Holy Ghost. Your spirit's satisfied. You can be just as happy on a bicycle and be happier than somebody driving around a Mercedes, man. If you, if you got the life of God in your spirit, Amen. Hallelujah. And so here he said, our only safeguard from dropping back to our natural mind is to be filled and filled again with the Holy Spirit. That's our only safeguard. How are you going to keep from dropping back to your natural mind? He said, you have to be filled and filled again with the Holy Spirit. 
Well, how do you get filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, when you make Jesus your Lord, he actually lives on the inside of you. He lives in you. He's in there. And he's, the, Jesus said he'll be in there forever. Now, my daddy always said the Holy Spirit's a genius. If you'll listen to him, he'll make you look smart. He said, but if you ignore him, here's kind of the way Dad Hagen said it. He said, any person who shuts their spirit away and refuses to listen to it will end up being a victim in life, will end up being crippled in life, and will be a victim of scheming people. All right, let's try this one more time. Any person, any believer you're talking about that shuts their spirit away, doesn't listen to the Holy Spirit, he said they'll end up being crippled in life and the devil will see to it or they'll be a victim of scheming people. But if you've got the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, he's the spirit of truth, man. He'll tell you, he'll, he'll tell you about what to do and what not to do and he has your best interest at heart. Let's try that. I said he's got your best interest at heart. Matter of fact, Dad Hagen, I, you know, I started listening to him when I was just a teenager. He said the Lord told him, if you'll be led by the Holy Spirit, I'll make you rich. And then Dad Hagen would just laugh. He'd say, he did it. He said, I'm already rich. Well, it didn't happen overnight, but it happened over a period of time. He said, I'm rich. He said the word rich means abundantly provided for. And, and all those camp meetings went to Dad Hagen for Rama. He would personally give 100000 and in, in, in the last, all the ones I went to. Personally put $100,000 in the offering. Y'all still here? He said, he said, the Lord told him, if you'll be led by the Holy Spirit, he said, I'll make you rich. He said, I'm not opposed to my children being rich. I'm opposed to them being covetous. You know what that means? Uh, get all you can, can all you get, and sit on the can. In other words, being stingy. Well, you break covetousness by generosity, don't you? Amen. So God's not opposed to being rich, but the advantages of being filled with the Holy Spirit is God wants you. He'll lead you and guide you into all truth. He'll lead you and guide you in his plan for your life. I mean, how do you think I, I ended up with, with a, a wife like Trina? You know how I ended up there? Because I listened to Dad Hagen. He said, if you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, I'll guide you. Amen. And so I had two different universities I could go to. And I went to one that looked nicer to me. And I, when I got there, the Holy Spirit said, you don't belong here. I said, but I want to belong here. <laughs> he said, no, you don't belong here. So then I went to the other university. It wasn't as nice. And as soon as I got on the campus, the Lord said, you belong here. All right. So I said, all right. Lord said, this is where I belong. I, I mean, I was only 17 years old. You don't have to be 48 to hear from God. I was only 17. The Lord said, this is what I want you to do. So uh, my bro older brother was going to the nicer university. And then I got to go to, you know, this uh, redheaded stepchild university. You know, in other words, it wasn't as nice. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. But anyway, so I had to go to this other one. <laughs> It's redheaded. You're not a stepchild, though. So, uh, so I had to go to this, uh, this other university, and then after I was there for two years, well, I called home, and I told my mama, I said, I'm leaving. She said, well, did the Lord tell you to go there? I said, he absolutely told me to go there. She said, well, the Lord's not a quitter, and if he told you to go there, he wants you to finish, and that means you got two more years. See, the Holy Spirit said you're supposed to stay here for two more years. 
Well, I, back in those days, I had no cell phones, so I was in a phone booth. So you know what I did? I took the phone and bam, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> and the Lord said, but you're going to stay here. You know, you could have some respect that getting out of the will of God can be the worst thing that ever happened in your life. And so things may be a bit tough, but uh, you better stay where the Lord tells you to stay. And he will tell you. And so he said, you stay right there for two more years. The Lord's not a quitter. And if he told you to go there, he wants you to finish. So I got two more years. And my, my last year, last semester, my wife showed up at the college. And I said, I'm glad I stayed. I mean, because I dated some other girls, you know, and it's a little rough on that time. But uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm just kidding. So, so <laughs> but, but when I started, the Lord said, that, now, are you glad you stayed where I told you to stay? Are y'all still here? Yeah. Say, where'd that come from? That came from the Holy Spirit. He just talked in my heart and said, you need to stay right there. He said, if you'll stay there and stick it out, I've got something for you. Amen. I believe God's got something for you. Yes. All right. So you have to be led by the Holy Spirit, not led by your feelings. Yes. Amen. Not led by your intellect. Yeah. Listen to the Holy Ghost on the inside, and you can go as much by what he don't say as what he does say. Yes. Amen. Don't get up in the morning and ask him what kind of socks you need to wear. He don't care what color. Try to get some that match. If you end up asking, you know, you'd turn into a tutti-frutti Christian about your sock. I mean, you'll end up looking like Pastor Terry Matthews with them funny-looking socks that he wears. So, <laughs> all right, let's get back to talking about being filled with the Holy Ghost. Because if you're going to be, he had some funny ones on this morning. So if you're going to be led by the Holy Spirit, you need to be filled. And to be filled, you need to understand your necessity that you need him. So that means you just need to recognize him. All right, let's try that for a minute. Recognize him because he lives in you and he's your helper. He's your strengthener. He's your intercessor. Come on, you've got a genius living in you. And so he lives in All you have to do is recognize him. And so you need to do that sometime. You need to say, Holy Spirit, I recognize you. I know that you're on the inside of me. You have my best interest at heart. Not only do you help me, you strengthen me. And then you guide me into God's best blessing and his plan for my life. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so uh, you recognize him, and then you have to learn to yield to him. Yield to him. Make room for him and yield to him. What does that mean? Well, that's how you're filled with the Holy Spirit. When you yield to him and you open your mouth and begin to pray supernaturally in a supernatural language, praying in other tongues. So on the day of Pentecost, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to pray in a, a language they had never learned. And Jesus said, when you do that, out of your belly, your spirit, rivers of living water are flowing out of your belly. You say, well, what's in that water? Well, everything that's in God's in the water. So that means there's healing in the water, life in the water, joy in the water. There's revelation in the water because that's, that's a rivers of living water that flow out of your belly. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. So we're commanded by God. Come on. 
You've received Jesus as your Lord and the Holy Spirit lives in you, but there is another experience called being filled. Let's try that again. I said he's in you because you confess Jesus as your Lord. But when you get filled, you get the same experience they got on the day of Pentecost. You begin to speak in a supernatural language. And then you see the apostle Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians. He said, when I speak in other tongues, my spirit prays. All right, let's talk about that. My spirit prays. He said, my spirit is talking straight to God who is a spirit. And I'm speaking divine secrets to God. Think about the privilege that you and I have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You don't have to be a preacher. Come on now. All you have to do is be washed in the blood, and you can have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you and flowing through you, and you can pray in the Holy Ghost every day. I said every day. And I call the Holy Spirit God's head bypass operation. You know what that means, head bypass? Y'all know what a heart bypass is? Now, why do you have a heart bypass operation? Because you have blockages. Why is that necessary to have a heart bypass? Well, because this guy's going to have a heart attack. He's going to die because he's got blockages. The Holy Spirit is a head bypass. Why would God want to bypass your head? Because you got blockages. All right, let's try that again. I said you got some blockages. In other words, there's some things God wants to do in your life that he's going to have to bypass your head, get past your intellect, amen? How's he going to do that? The Holy Spirit's going to help you bypass your head and you're going to pray in a supernatural language yielded to the Holy Ghost until you get filled with the Holy Ghost. And then your spirit gets edified or charged up. Your spirit's charged up. In other words, if you let your flesh dominate you, then you leave your spirit in a weakened condition. But when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, your inner man, your spirit, the real you gets charged up. All right. Now, listen, everybody in here, most of you probably have one of these phones right here. All right. At the top of mine, it uh, has the, um, it has a little indicator of uh if it's filled or half filled, and then it goes down to red, which is a real problem if you're using it for a GPS. Yes. Have you ever used your phone for a GPS and you're in somewhere you don't know where you're at and you look down and you go, ah, it's red. What does that mean? I'm fixing to be seriously lost in just about five minutes. <laughs> you call somebody, if my body goes missing, you know I was lost in that town. So, so you've got, whether it's charged or not. Now, when we first got this, then me and my wife had a few discussions. Like, I'm sorry, I woke up your baby. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Anyway, so, so <laughs> because my wife didn't seem to understand that it needed to be charged. So she would just use it until it just died. Now, we know it didn't actually die. It didn't need a funeral. It just means that it was, you couldn't use it. Y'all still here? And so once the battery died, so I would tell her, now, honey, if you want me to communicate with you, you're going to have to keep your phone on, charged up, keep it where you can hear it, and at least look at it periodically. 
all right? It, unless you don't want me to communicate with you, then, then just treat your phone casual and leave it laying anywhere and then just wonder. <laughs> so you're going to have to take your phone serious, all right? So I said, if, you're gonna, if it's going to work, you're going to have to keep it charged. And so here it's going to, as an indicator, tells you if it's full, half full, or if it's almost empty. And if you'll just charge it every day. I mean, it, it's really one of, the, one, of the, one of the simple ways that you can feel successful is just charge your phone every day. You can just like, all right, now before I go to bed, I'm charging there. So it gets filled. Now, here's what I found out after I got my, this iPhone. Because used to you just had a flip phone, you know, and then you had. So the iPhone, it has all of these different apps. Well, if the batteries charge up, you can use all these apps. You would have never, you, I never would have believed it 30 years ago if you had told me one day you'll have a phone and you'll read the newspaper on the phone. Right? But here we go. Here's the news. Right here, here's ESPN. Find out who got hired and who got fired. Right? And then here you got your social media. Right? Then I got the weather. Well, I'm fixing to fly tonight, so I've got to see what the weather is here. And what the weather is where I'm going. All right. Well, I got the weather right there. Well, then I got YouTube. Well, I get on YouTube and I can find out what's the best new truck coming out and what it'll do. <laughs> right? And then I get on here and I've got uh, my local newspaper. Then I got eBay. Then I got Amazon. I have learned to be a good shopper. I mean, it's almost like Christmas every time I come home. I've got packages right now waiting that I ordered on Amazon. All right? <laughs> you want me to tell you what I ordered on Amazon? All right? Arriving Saturday. <laughs> All right? Arriving Saturday is this stuff, um, vitamin that you take. And this vitamin... Um, is, what's that stuff you drink that tastes real bad, like a vitamin, uh, that you drink a little bit of that, that uh, in that little bottle, apple cider vinegar? Oh, all right, so this is a, this is a apple cider vinegar gummy. Oh. So you don't have to drink that nasty stuff. Eat a gummy. Wow. All right, what will they think of next? Then, uh, uh, arriving Monday, I have Tom Ford cologne. Uh, that's so you don't stink. That, that, that'll keep you from stinking, which will help you have more friends. All right. Then I've got, <laughs> I've got some shampoo coming, and then I've got these vitamins, C, D, zinc, and that way, if anybody sneezes on you, you say, but I'm immune. I got my vitamins working. All right. <laughs> I ordered all that right here. Actually, I don't know how many, but there's about a million apps you can get with this. I've got an app where I can buy me an airplane off the app. Oh, pretty cool, huh? Right? <laughs> now, now, here's one of my favorite apps. This app is, is tells me how many steps I walk today. Yeah, and if you leave this in your pocket, no matter what you're doing, you could get up to maybe nine or 10,000 steps 
And not today, though. So I need to put this back in my pocket. So, <laughs> oh, Trina's got 10,000 steps today. Whoa, that's why you're looking so nice. All right, so, uh, so you have over a million apps, applications from the GPS and all the other things. But if your phone battery is not charged, you lose a million possibilities. Ah. So imagine what happens when your spirit is charged with the Holy Spirit. God said, I got a million applications that will open up for you if you'll stay full of the Holy Ghost. You stay full of the Holy Ghost, he'll give you direction. You can actually order things from heaven right while you got there from the <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so being filled with the Holy Spirit and staying filled so that you're not, you don't drop back to your natural mind. All right, now listen close. Learning to recognize the Holy Spirit and learning to yield to him and learning to pray like Dad Hagen would say, he would pray in the Spirit until his spirit was edified or charged up like a battery, right? So that somebody would interrupt him or something, he'd say, uh, don't bother me. I'm not finished charging my spirit yet. He said, I'll get my spirit charged, so don't bother me. I'm not finished charging. He said, and then sometimes the devil would interrupt him with thoughts. He'd say, leave me alone, devil. I'm still charging my spirit because my spirit's praying and my spirit's edified. Got it? And so he would do that. He'd talk about praying in the Holy Spirit for one hour. All right, now, you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. You pray in other tongues, many of you. But he said, I'm not talking about just, you know, saying a few words. He said, I'm talking about sticking with it until your spirit's edified. And then you can actually step out of the natural and step over into the realm of God. All right, now here's something Dad Hagen said. He said, all physical healing is spiritual. What does that mean? A lot of times, like the anointing, I feel the anointing right now. To me, it feels like electricity. And it's, it's in my arms and gets into my hands. And so I'm trying to hold off here, so I don't want to pray for anybody just yet. But the anointing and that power through the law of contact and transmission, that anointing in me and the contact laying on the hand. So when I contact him, the anointing will flow right out of me into him. But if he doesn't receive it, it'll come right back into my hand. And I can tell you whether he receives it or not. And, and there's reasons why he wouldn't receive it. Maybe he's trying to get it intellectually. But if you're wanting to receive from God, you're going to have to neutralize your mind and get your spirit charged up. And so once you get in the spirit, then you can know the will of God. And anytime you're making a major decision, you pray in the Holy Spirit until you get your mind quiet. All right, y'all still with me here? So Dad Hagen told us about a man that went into business with $300. And turned it into $30 million. Now, a lot of people could give him $30 million and turn it into $300. But he, he started in the business with $300, turned it into $30 million. They asked him, how did you do that? He said, I took my first hour every morning to pray in the Holy Spirit and to meditate in the Word of God. 
And then I followed what the Holy Spirit said. And he said, and many times I would see a piece of property and the Holy Spirit say, I want you to get that piece of property. He said, and I would get it and it, whatever it would cost to get it. He said, and then I could actually have it sold before I ever finalized the deal well, to me to get it. And he said, I made $3 million that way. He said, how'd you do that? He said, I did it by the Holy Ghost. All right. Then Dad Hagen said, the greatest blessings that have ever happened in my life have happened after an extended period of time of praying in the Holy Ghost. He said, I'm talking about an hour or maybe more, and I'd pray in the Holy Spirit. He said, and the greatest financial blessings ever happened in my life happened after I prayed in the Holy Spirit for more than one hour. All right. So I heard him say that. So guess what I did? I said, I'm going to pray in the Holy Ghost. So I went to Africa to help a missionary, and there's no TV over there, nothing but, you know, a mosquito net, you know, and you got a room over there and nothing over there, no friends. And so I decided I'm going to use that time to pray in the Holy Ghost. So I prayed in the Holy Spirit. I decided I was going to do it for two hours. It sounds easy. Come on, but my mind gives me fits, man. I mean, I can't be still for two hours. My, come on, my, my spirit praying for two hours? I said, all right, I see what time it is. I'm going to pray in the Holy Ghost for two hours. I'm going to pray until my spirit gets edified. Come on, because that's the part of me that receives from God. So I'm going to have to get my spirit edified. Listen, I, I think if we had like an indicator on everybody's forehead so you could see how charged their spirit was when they come to church. You know, like if she had an indicator and some people walk in and you say, well, th th uh, they're half full. And then you see some people come and you go, you're on red already. You're about to go out. In other words, you cannot be defeated unless you are spiritually depleted. And some of you got too many apps open. All right, let's try it again. How many have had your phone go dead on you real fast? You ask, how come my battery ain't working? They say, you got too many apps open. Are y'all still here? Are you praying in the Holy Ghost? You say, I only got one app open right now, man. That's me and God. I'm talking to God right now. Once my spirit gets edified, then I can open a million apps. Y'all still with me here? And so the devil will do anything to interrupt that process because when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you've got a million possibilities. When you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, you're just dealing with life in the natural. But you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you've got a genius working on your case. Wouldn't that be nice to see everybody coming to church and the indicator go full? Amen. When you leave church and it's full, you say, I got a million possibilities now. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Imagine what happened on the day of Pentecost when they got filled with the Holy Ghost, man. And Peter stood up to preach. I thought, what is Peter preaching for on the day of Pentecost? He just denied the Lord three times. Are y'all still here? Peter denied the Lord three times. What did Judas do? He went and hung himself. What did Peter do? He got depressed after he denied the Lord. But Jesus said, um, when he's raised from the dead, tell Peter. And Peter got there the day of Pentecost, got filled with the Holy Ghost, and he was the one that preached. I like to say it this way. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus is magnified. 
and you forget your failures. Let's try that one more time. I said, when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, Woo, think about that. I mean, you could have a new start every day when you get filled with the Holy Ghost. You forget your failures, amen? Forget the past, and Jesus gets so big, he's magnified, amen? Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. So what did I do? I said, well, I'm gonna pray in the Holy Spirit. Now, here's, here's one way you can say it. The way you yield to the Holy Spirit will be the way you yield to the will of God for your life. In other words, you've got this bigger issue of what is God's plan and God's will for your life. That's a big issue. You've got a smaller issue here that if you'll learn to yield to the Holy Spirit, he'll help you enter this big issue here. Praise the Lord. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I said, thank God for the Holy Ghost. All right, now let me finish this up real quickly here. To be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be filled and filled again, here's what William Barclay said. Uh, I'm just about finished, got about 15 more minutes. So when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, look, look, my little walking app just added, I got 3,000 steps now. So when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, here's what William Barclay said, and I never have forgotten this one, and maybe you can just remember this one thing. He said, the Holy Spirit, strengthens a person and keeps you on your feet when left to yourself, you would collapse. Try it again. The Holy Spirit strengthens you and keeps you on your feet when if you were alone, you would have collapsed. And then it says it this way. The Holy Spirit enables a man or a woman to pass the breaking point and not to break. All right, let's finish that. I said, the Holy Spirit enables you to pass the breaking point and not to break. In other words, sometimes the problems of life will get so overwhelming in your mind. Come on, you got 14-year-olds committing suicide. Right, let's try this. I said, you got 14-year-olds committing suicide. Their life hadn't even hardly got started, and they think it's over with, it's hopeless, and they're depressed, and they want to kill themselves at 14, 15, 16. Why would the devil do that to somebody, just attack them in their mind, then they want to end their life as a teenager? And in the last year, I think the suicide rate has gone up and increased among teenagers. Why would that happen? Because you feel helpless, hopeless, limited. But when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, I said, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, and when I was 17 years old, I was saved, but I hadn't been filled with the Holy Ghost. And they had tried many ways. The church people prayed for me. They'd say, hold your hands up. They'd say, say hallelujah. And then they'd say, speak it out. And I'd say, what? Then they'd say, let it go. And they, they held my hands up and they'd And I, I just couldn't figure that out. I didn't know how that's going to work. I, I didn't know how, to, how am I going to talk in tongues? I kept waiting on the Holy Spirit to talk in tongues. And I found out he wasn't saying nothing. So I was 17. I'm like, you know, I need some help here. And so a guy came back from California that was in a rock and roll band called the 13th Floor Elevators, played like a, a Bob Dylan. Uh, uh, rock and roll music, and his name was Leon Stone. And he came back to my dad's church. His mama prayed that he would get saved. He got saved and filled the Holy Ghost in California, came back to my dad's church. And so 
uh, he was 100% on fire for Jesus. So every Friday night, instead of us going out running the roads, we'd get together and study the Word and pray in the Holy Spirit. Well, I hadn't been filled with the Holy Ghost. So he went through the steps and the scriptures of how to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And he said, now I'm going to lay hands on you. And when I do receive the Holy Ghost, yield to the Holy Ghost, and then begin to speak out those different sounds or syllables. And boy, I thought, whoa, I've tried this a lot of times. It never did work. And so this time I said, okay, I'll do my part. I'm going to yield. In other words, the Holy Spirit gives me the utterance, but I'm the one that speaks. See, I kept thinking he was the one that speaks. No, I yield to him. He gives me utterance, unction, and then I speak. And as I'm speaking out, then he gives me unction. You understand? And so I, I, uh, I said, okay, I, I'll receive. When you, you lay hands on me, I'll receive. And we were just outside. He came back. He laid hands on me. I started speaking in tongues like that. And I was like, wow, where did that come from? That came from a different part of me. Yeah, yeah. That came from my belly. Yeah. That yeah. came from my spirit. That didn't come from my brain. Uh-huh. And then I thought, I could have done this years ago if somebody had just told me how. Are y'all still here? In other words, everybody's just trying, you know, to get me to, you know, to yield to the Holy Ghost, and I didn't know how. And so when he gave me the scriptures, he said, no, you're the one that speaks. Holy Ghost gives you the utterance. And the apostle Paul said, I will pray in the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. That means anytime I could pray with understanding, then I could pray in the spirit. So after he laid hands on me and I found out where that river's coming from, then I just hook right up anytime, day or night, and I just start to pray in the Holy Ghost. What's he doing? He enables you to pass the breaking point and not to break. In other words, when your mind and your body and your feelings, come on, your emotions are running all over the place and you yield to the Holy Ghost, he's the greater one that rises up on the inside of you and he makes you conscious that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus loves you, that you are washed in the blood. The Holy Ghost does that on the inside of you. It's very unusual that in this New Testament time, it's different pastoring a church than it would be in the Old Testament because in the New Testament, every person in there has the Spirit of God living in them. Come on, if you've made Jesus your Lord, in other words, the pastor, you're pastoring people that each one of them have the Holy Ghost living in them. Man, what happened if everybody in the place got filled with the Holy Ghost, pray in other tongues, we'd have an explosion right here in Apopka, man. Glory to God. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit strengthens your inner man, your spirit, number one, so you're not deceived by the devil or scheming people. Because if you don't have a plan, somebody has a plan for you. Well, y'all still here because I was a teenager, man. I ran with some guys. They had a plan. But once I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I said, no, I'm following God's plan. Amen. And, uh, you know, it's a sad thing, but they went on with their plan, died in car accidents, died in drug overdoses. Y'all still here? And so they just followed their own plan. They weren't bad guys, and the devil took advantage. 
but you get filled with the Holy Ghost, the devil can never dominate you again the rest of your life. You won't be controlled by people. You won't be living blind. Come on, you'll not be crippled. Come on, you'll not be broken by life. You got Jesus on your side. You got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. You got that river coming out of your belly. You got him charging up your inner man. You got a million applications that are possible for you. You got a GPS on the inside of you. You got an Amazon on the inside of you. Order whatever you want. <laughs> you get filled with the Holy Ghost. You got your own Amazon. All right. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, Jesus said he'll give it to you. Woo. I said, whatever you ask the Father in my name. Better than Amazon. You don't even have to wait till Monday to get it. Woo. Glory to God. Ha ha. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm going to talk to Pastor Darrell just for a second. Because Dad Hagen taught us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, number one, to pray in other tongues. And I don't mean you have to scream. You don't have to scream in tongues. You can drive around in your car or your truck, you know, or you can be alone. You can just pray in the Spirit. And your Spirit's praying. The nice thing about it is you can have your Spirit praying when your mind's doing something else. Get your Spirit edified. And it brings you into closest fellowship with God your spirit, to receive from God. Then Dad Hagen talked about the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. So I was raised in a, in a Holy Spirit church, Pentecostal church. And so demonstration of the Holy Spirit, that means when the anointing comes on you, that anointing's working in you, the Holy Spirit comes on you, then a lot of times there'll be a demonstration. You say, what's a demonstration? That means you're going to see what's happening. Yeah. And so we'd have people get full of joy. My mama would start going, woo, and she would run around the church. Come on, another guy, he'd go, oh, and he, he had been a big fighter in town, and the Holy Spirit, he'd get filled with the Holy Ghost right there. I mean, right, right there. I mean, if you read in the book of Acts, it said right then and there, the apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit filled him right there. In other words, you be in a meeting like this, the Holy Ghost can fill you in 30 seconds. <laughs> Amen, he can supercharge you. And so that guy, he'd get filled. And he'd come, he'd start praising God and dancing all over the place. Then Sister Houston, richest woman in town, got filled with the Holy Ghost, and she'd start laughing. She'd get full of joy. She'd go, ha, 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 ha. And my mama, she'd run around church, hallelujah. you say, what happened? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I said, there's freedom. Wherever the Holy Ghost has his way, there's freedom. Come on, so you're not all locked up, bound up. Come on now, afraid. You get filled with the Holy Ghost. You get full of freedom. You're free from every kind of bondage and fear. And you start praising God and you start rejoicing. What is that? That's a demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled and filled again with the Holy Ghost. Filled and filled again. I said filled and filled again. <laughs> Woo, filled and filled again. <laughs> Woo. Now, now here, Pastor Darrell, I'm going to use this and I'm going to close. Pastor Darrell, he talked about when he went to Ramah and Brother Hagin, he pointed at you and you started dancing. Now, uh, do you have a mic you can tell us kind of how that happened? Because you were saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. You were seeking for the will of God for your life. 
And just tell a little bit about that and tell how he pointed at you and, and what happened. Well, it's, it's in the book, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits, but... He made one of Brother Hagin's books. He is in the book. I'm in the book. That's pretty special for me. But, but I went to a camp meeting, and I'd always wanted to be in the preacher section, you know, using my faith. So the campus pastor's name's Harley Fiddler. Well, I, I was standing outside, and I said, I believe in Jesus' name. I got me a good seat. Got a good seat in Jesus' name. So Harley comes up and says, where are you sitting? And I said, well, you know, I said, I don't know. Where am I? He said, well, just come with me. And I went, that's God. Yeah, Lord God. Well, Brother Hagin said in the book that he had had, a, I think the night before, or that he had seen himself pointing at somebody. So I'm in there, and I'm sitting, and, and he says, uh, when I, he said, the Lord told me that sitting up there, somebody wants to get filled. Well, I'd always wanted to do that. And I, you know, I didn't know what it'd be like. So, so whenever he said, now when I point at you, the Holy Ghost is going to hit you. Well, the steps do this. You don't want to have a Holy Ghost fit on the steps. <laughs> so I got up and went down. And he said, get out and go down. And I went down and I'm just standing there. And he pointed at me. And when he did, I mean, I felt like my feet went into tongues. And Lisa said, I looked like a chicken with my head cut off. And you can't fail. You, you just get, well, you just go. You got a live wire. You oh, yeah. I mean, up. something hit me like electricity. And my and every part of my body was going, bzzz, you know, and I mean it felt neat. So when I and after it was, was kind of subsided, and I'm standing there, and I went and sat down, and the Lord said to me, because I asked him, and I, and he also told me, he says I wouldn't have told you this, but you obeyed me. He said, I said, why do you do that? He said, it breaks poverty. Oh, boy, I needed poverty broke bad, hey, man. man. I mean, I needed me. poverty broke off me. Because we were still eating macaroni and cheese, you know. I, like I mean, macaroni just, and cheese. Yeah, but it, not, not breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and supper, you know. And meatloaf. I didn't have no meatloaf. But, um, so he pointed at you, and the power of God came He pointed you. at me, and he said, when I pointed at you, and he said, Phil. And I mean, Phil, he, he said, Phil. Yeah, and I went, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> What, what we're trying to say here is the power of God is real. Yeah. Available to every believer. It comes through learning how to recognize and be filled and yielded to the Holy Spirit because Jesus loves you. You're washed in the blood. Just recognize the Holy Ghost. Yield to the Holy Ghost. He empowers you yeah. to win in yeah. life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thank God for the Holy Ghost. Help You know, it's important that when the Spirit of God's moving, you jump in. You, you yield. I had a man one time, I was going out, and he said, I almost shouted. <laughs> and I said, I almost gave you $100. <laughs> I almost gave you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't. But anyway. <laughs> don't want to stay in the almost. But there's things that you can't get from God studying and reading. 
that it only, it only comes in a Holy Ghost meeting. And there's something about being in that atmosphere, being there, stuff happens. That's, we'll go out to Mark's and, I, and just, just get in. Someone said, you're in the flesh. I said, I've been in the flesh for 68 years. Yeah, sure I'm in the flesh. But I'm going to act in faith. The move of the Holy Ghost is moving. I'm diving in. Fill. Yeah. And fill just again. Just fill. Just get filled. Fill and fill again. Yeah. Fill and fill again. Yeah. Yeah. I said fill and fill, fill again. Fill and fill again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, open your mouth wide. Thank you, Lord. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Out of your belly, rivers of living water flow out of your belly. Ah, <laughs> Fill, be filled. Obo Osiman and Nasilia, Roshaketis Akana, the Lobakana Mankandi, the Lombada, Roshaketibasalabaha, Asalabarakata, Ronelebaraka, Lady Come on, let the river flow out of here. My spirit, come on, my spirit pray. My spirit talking to God, my Father God. Rendo o selemando seketavan. Ma mandeleve so rabahabaka tia levero, mandeleve so rababanda levisa, roche ketabasa talabaha, remandalevo co si pravandaleve, roma magadevega di alabaka pateleedos, leero celebero celebanda, romanda levisi alabaraka patelebaha, roma mandelevo co se breve catabasa. Malana mamandele vaca passi brodor bondele via, mondele vaga de vendole vorbandia salado becha, rebecha le becha le manso rebeira, ora vaca papa cata televaso. Feel, be feel, 
Phil, Leman Soles, Alabando, Roche, Ketia. Phil, come on, let that river flow. Speak out. Makapa Sibre de Boronda Labasa. Boronda Levega de Andelevoco Posapatala. Madabarabore Echele de Bacatia. Oh, the Mandeleva Cacheke Visa. Phil and Phil again. Oh, Namasala Barosheke Visa Labaha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lamon de Levisa Capasebre Endeliato. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Boko Pasere Veresta Levora Amanalava Sata Bandora Barata. Endelevara Bore Eselebanandi Ashekere Barso. Nema Shekere Barso Colemandi. Andelemandi Sekeneman Soto Lemanda. Raman de Levoca Pandele Veto Saba Estele Vega di Alamacatorbe. Remandolo Barata. Oh, Reberiala Sekerevando. Oh, Mansati Kavasalabakarave. Phil, Phil, Amanda, Le Celebriando, Lavaga, the Bondo, the Bandala Barasa. Oh, the Bababanda Levasa, Pravisala. Andalevasa, Pravisala, Mandalevoto. Andaleboro Pakita Leveshtekatiava. Phil and Phil again. Phil and Phil again. Remanda le baka pasato la borota. Remanda le visi ala baraka patele vaso. Feel and feel again. Ha ha ha. Feel and feel again. Remanga nea sakalama no saledianse. Feel and feel again. My spirit praise. My spirit. Mamande e solabonde. My spirit. My spirit by the Holy Ghost. Angando o sekere vasa. Repaushere vato. According. According. Gando o tananare eshtekere va. According to the will of God. According to the will of God. Emanko pasele vaha. For the plan of God. Anono moshele visi alabarakate. For the will of God. The plan of God. Oh, the perfect plan, the perfect will of God. Roca pasalaba, that your steps are ordered by the Lord. Enderevo roche kataba salaba. Ronda la manaketi alabako solaba. Oh, rimande, oh, lemande di alabandalabaraka so tolebe. Oh, the blood of Jesus, redeemed by the blood, washed in the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. That Jesus is Lord. Ha ha ha. Jesus Solomo Sevramanda Levoso. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord. Ronde te passe gedevato. Roma magalevinda levisa. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Yielded to the Holy Ghost. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled. Ronde de manasabra vandelevoco sota levaha. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Renga namagalevinda lebaraka pasatalebe. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My spirit prays. Hallelujah. You can be seated for one minute. My son, Aaron. He pastors a church where we pastored for years. And uh, my son Aaron, when he was about 16, uh, he played on a tennis team at the high school and they won state championship. So he had some good tennis players. 
But he'd run around with those guys, and they'd all offer him marijuana. Then they offered him different kinds of drugs. Well, Aaron, I kept him in meetings so he'd stay filled with the Holy Ghost. So he said, they kept offering me different kinds of drugs. He said, but I said, no, I don't need it. I got the Holy Ghost. I don't need it. You, you don't need it. I said, I don't need marijuana. Come on. Don't need no cocaine. I got the Holy Ghost. Don't need no pill. Uh, it's because the devil will get you hooked on something that will destroy your life. But you get filled with the Holy Ghost. You stay filled with the Holy Ghost. You say, I got the most high working for me right now. I got a high man. The Holy Ghost. And he loves me. He's got a good plan for my life. Amen. Hallelujah. So me and uh, Trina and uh, Pastor Daryl and uh, um, Lisa, wherever she's at, and, and Pastor Terry, you can maybe sing something for her. All we're going to do is walk around if you want to stay, and we're going to lay hands on you briefly, not for a long time, just briefly lay hands on you. Because the Bible says through the anointing of the Holy Ghost that you are blessed. So sometimes Dad Hagen, we'd get filled with the Holy Ghost, and he'd just walk around, tap you on the head and say, be blessed. I'd say, I receive the anointing. Hallelujah. I want to know the Lord. I want to know Jesus better. I want to follow the plan of God for my life. And so I had that happen a bunch of times, and it helped me every time. Hallelujah. And so, Pastor, you want to help us? I don't know uh, where everybody's at, but uh, we're just going to just lay hands. We're not going to pray a long time. Just lay hands on you and say, in the name of Jesus, be blessed. You can stay in your seat if you want to. Just stay right there where you're seated. And that way you don't have to uh, come up here and be kind of crowded. But uh, just stay in your seat. We'll get to you and uh, we'll lay hands on you. You don't have to have all of us lay hands on you, just one of us. Amen. And uh, we'll lay hands on you. Just in, And you just say, Lord Jesus, I receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. And I've had people go home after that and get in their bedroom. And at night before they went to sleep, out of their belly, they began to pray in other tongues. Supernatural language. Amen. When you don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit helps you to pray. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I just saw why we were praying all together. You know, uh, the Holy Spirit shows you the things of God. And I saw the fire in heaven. You know, it never goes out. It's a fire of the Holy Spirit. And how that fire is coming in the earth. You know, it came on the day of Pentecost. And it ignited them, each one. And they had fire on their heads, each one of them. And then Paul said, stir that fire up on the inside. So that, ignite, that ignition fires you up to do the, whatever God has called you to do and equip yeah. you with the, the power from on high. Yeah. And I saw that fire as power on high. And God's passion is for that fire to be in the earth and be a people. Hallelujah. And so while we lay hands on uh, you, whoever lays hands on you, just receive. It's like, uh, you know, when you want to light a candle, you got to put the lighter on the wick, you know. And there's a contact. And when, when there's that contact made, the wick catches the same fire. Hallelujah. So just receive. It's a spiritual igniting of the gift of God Amen. in you. And it comes from heaven. It comes out of Jesus. Uh, he said, I can't wait to set the world on fire. Yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus. 
All right. Let's, uh, let's lift our hands up. Father God, we lay hands upon every person here tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we lay hands upon them in Jesus' name for your blessing upon their life, for fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit, that they'll be filled full of joy, full of joy, strengthened in their spirit, in their inner man, with mighty power. Lord, you open up a million applications in their life of possibility of your plan and your blessing upon their life through the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Fill us, fill us. We desire to be filled and, and filled again, charged up, strengthened in our inner man with mighty power that we'll not live in weakness, we'll not live in fear, but we'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Thank you for the Holy Ghost and that fresh anointing tonight as we lay hands upon each person, we receive that anointing. We mix faith with it. Thank you, Lord, and we'll be filled, filled, flooded, saturated, strengthened in our inner man, our spirit, by the Holy Spirit and the blessing of the Lord in every life because of the blood of Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your precious blood, your precious blood cleanses us, redeems us, and we live in the light of our redemption by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and worship the Lord till we get to you. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big Give Now button. Or you can text 407-955-5345. And remember, our pastor's vision is this. We grow Christians. So we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.